Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the Superheroology podcast, which is the podcast about everything comic movies and shows. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's been a couple weeks since the third episode, but we have a very, 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 very packed episode today with a lot of things to talk about. Uh, so I'm not going to waste any time and I'm going to introduce um, the co-host for today. Only one. We have uh we have brayden um hello. hello how are you today how are you today uh i'm good there's a lot to talk about today so very exciting yeah. stuff as well to talk about yeah yeah, yeah well i mean brayden was going to be on for the last three times but he, yeah uh, things kept popping up so i couldn't but but now you're on and you're all to yourself as well so yeah all right well, I mean, there's a lot to talk about, so let's not waste any time. Um, so we're going to start with the the, the the topics that aren't going to take that much time. Um, uh, so what we so firstly, we're going to talk about uh, the um, the Across the Spider Verse trailer, uh, mm. or kind of teaser trailer that they released. Um, I don't know how long ago it was. Maybe it was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I, I think, think it was like two two now. I think it was two weeks ago. Uh, basically, yeah. Sony had like a an, an expo uh, or something, a digital event, and they they showcased the first bit of footage for Across the Spider Verse Part One, which is the official title for Spider Verse Two. Um, and yeah, so, so we're getting two more movies then. So at we're, getting, least. we're getting two more Spider Verse movies. Um, and so, I mean, personally, for me, it, it exceeded my expectations because the thing with Spider Verse Two is that well, before we knew, I like saw this is that. I was excited for it, but like I wasn't like I wasn't like 100 percent sure if it would like be on par with the original. But I mean, the way that the the, the teaser trailer looked, um, it looks like great. Way, yeah, it, it looks really good, and it it it, look, it exceeded my expectations. I love how I love how they showed how like Mars was basically being like punched through like different like universes, and they have like all different art styles and stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, I think the one we saw like in the main teaser was the uh, spider-man india world yeah. or universe yeah, that, that's, that's what people were saying it looked it, the art style was just like incredible it just looks like really visually dynamic and really colorful. yeah i think it's great that they're like they're getting like these i don't know if it's different artists it probably is but like all these different art styles to represent these like different cultures and all these different universes for each like spider-man we have i think it's really cool yeah, because the thing is with the original Spider-Verse movie is that it was really cool because you had like different art styles as the characters in that one world. But now you're going across the Spider-Verse instead of, you know, being in one universe. It makes sense that all the different art styles would be that present then. Yeah. Uh, but, oh my God, uh, Miguel O'Hara slash Spider-Man Spider 20, 20, is it? 20, 2099. 2099. Uh, yeah. He was badass. He looked really cool. <laughs> oh yeah, and... uh. I'm trying to remember who plays him. Uh, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. He's yes. a phenomenal actor. Star yeah, Wars. Great. Even though the even though the new trilogy wasn't great, he is still. I I still like him in it. Uh, Dune especially. He's really good in that too. And then obviously Moon Knight, which you know we haven't seen much of at all, but I think he's going to do great in that as well. But Oscar Isaac just overall. In that really one, good in actor, that so. in that one teaser trailer for like that one, not even trailer like that little tease that we got of Moon Knight, he was already like one of the best performances in the MCU. So yeah. I don't remember much of it, but no, but he had, he had like a full of British accent. It was like, 
oh, my brain makes me do things or something like that. Um, but no, oh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, we don't know much about the plot about Across Spider-Verse, but, we, I, but the fact that it's two parts makes it really intriguing to me. Um, so I wonder, like, I wonder what's going to happen. I feel like there's probably like a cliffhanger or like it's going to be some big event that happens. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I think, well, obviously it's going to be like Miguel across the going across the spider-verse i think that's you know kind of obvious but maybe he's i don't know trying to make like recruit some spider army for some huge event i don't remember what he was trying to do at the end of into the spider-verse yeah Um, i know he i know he was just trying to travel and he went back to like the cartoon spider-man which i think we will see in this new movie uh oh that reminds me uh the there was a poster that leaked before the actual trailer came out and it is real because it's, it's like not the same. Real. it is it's like the logo was like this similar it just didn't have the subtext on it but it had i'm pretty sure it's real it has a i'm pretty like sure Japanese. it's made i'm like nine times yeah i'm pretty sure i saw that was like made by like a really really talented artist basically uh <laughs> but i mean yeah, i thought i thought it was real yeah, it but. looks it looks real. Like I'm not gonna lie, it does look real. But um, well, still, I still hope we get Japanese Spider-Man, whether it was real or not. I think I, that'd I, be cool. Honestly, I could see that. Given that we're probably getting India, like Spider-Man India, that maybe they want to go for like maybe a bunch of like more national ones, like go for India, Japan, kind of like multiple yeah. Asian ones. That would be really cool. I mean, you have Penny Parker, so you know, go for more Asian stuff there. Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, the thing is, Miguel. Do you think he's because the thing is he was quite intimidating in this like he was punching Miles. You, he's not the villain in this. Do you think? I, I, I don't, don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think so. I don't think he's gonna be a villain. I think yeah. he's gonna. He's they're gonna like make him out to be a villain at the start of the movie, but he just wants Miles and the other Spider Men for some. Like I imagine there's some big villain out there that Miguel right. is trying to take down, and he's trying to go get other Spider Men to take it down. So I think yeah. he's like made out to be the villain at the very start. Just to be like, because like he's trying to take Miles from his own universe. So I guess he's not like a good person, but he's morally gray. Morally gray. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. I think he's gonna be a really interesting character. Hopefully, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously he will. I mean, I mean, Spider Verse One, just like an incredible, incredible movie. I mean, yeah, we know he's gonna be interesting because I remember Oscar Isaac saying he wouldn't play Spider Man twenty nine ninety nine if they made him a lame character. So that's you true. Know, he's yeah. he's clearly still playing him. So. Had to be I, interesting. I re- I respect Oscar Isaac. I do because I think, yeah, he's he's very honest with that when yeah. it comes to you know his roles, and that's why he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna I I think he's gonna be a standout from Spider Verse across the Spider Verse. Um. So yeah. Uh. So over, overall thoughts on on on. So after seeing the teaser, like where is your excitement for for across the Spider Verse Part One at the moment? I'm not. It's not that I'm not excited for it. It's just like I don't think I've seen enough. Like I loved Into the Spider Verse. It's I think it still is my number one favorite Spider Man movie. Get that later. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think No Way Home's yeah. number two, but I think yeah. I I don't know if it's my favorite comic book movie of all time, but it's definitely up there. So I really like the movie, and I'm glad it's getting a sequel. But I just don't think there was enough shown to be like, yeah, I'm really excited for this. I'm not feeling that yet. But I, I assume once we get more like teasers and trailers, I think my excitement will definitely go up. Yeah. And I think eventually I'll be like, oh, this is going to be a great movie. I'm going to be so excited for this, but not yeah. yet. 
I mean, right now, my excitement is definitely up there just because, I mean, I think the teaser, I mean, the little bit of footage exceeded my expectations so much in a way, in a way that, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I knew it was going to be, but like, I think just the visuals and like how dynamic it was, it's just like, yeah, no, we're in good hands, but these, this is in good hands. It's not, it's not just, a, it's not like a cash grab sequel. Like, you know, you know it's, yeah. it's like there was actual passion in this again, which it's obvious, but you know, I didn't know that for sure, but now I know that. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm really excited for this. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be a good movie. I, like, yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is going to be more Spider Man to talk about with a lot of Spider Man. Uh, so let, let's just segue into another Spider Man uh, thing about uh, a quick little thing that you wanted to talk about. Uh, that that Spider Man has been added to Fortnite Battle Royale twice, actually twice in in the time. Yes, uh, yeah. one just normal default, and then. Uh, a Tom Holland one with Zendaya as well, or, sorry MJ even. Yeah, <laughs> so, I, I don't I play. Think... Yeah, I don't play Fortnite. So, what, what are your thoughts on Spider Man and Fortnite? <laughs> I mean, uh, I am glad they incorporated like a comic Spider Man because I think that looks really good. I'm I'm cool with them adding Tom Holland Spider Man. I'm not complaining. I just wish they would have added Tobey Maguire as well, which they might because I think throughout this whole season they're going to be slowly adding more Spider Man, which I think I they've think already they confirmed might. they are. I, I think, think they, they already confirmed yeah. that. Yeah. I think so, I think I think they I think they will wait. I think they're waiting until the spoiler lifts, but the spoiler ban for Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in there uh, lifts. Um, oh, I should have probably put a spoiler warning for No Way Home before this, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, most people listening to this will probably have seen it. Anyway, yeah. So, I mean, uh, one thing that's really cool, though, I didn't realize, well, I didn't think they would add, uh, was the, the web slinging, but, like, how you any skin can use that? Like, any skin can use it. It's, yeah, it's a mythic weapon, so you can just, like, get it from, well, you can't get it from chests. They added, like, special, uh, like, Spider-Man backpacks where you can get it from, and I think that's pretty cool. I'm glad. it. The web slinging in this game is actually, like, surprisingly good. It's way better than the Avengers game. Yeah, so. I saw that. It, it was it was surprising how good the web slinging looked. Like you wouldn't expect. No, that. yeah, it's, it's great. It's so funny how it's how it looked better than than the the Avengers game. Um, yeah. but I I just want them to add like Miles. No, you know what would be cool? Okay, they add Miles to Fortnite, and his base style is just like you know the Miles Morales game style, yeah. and then his like his second variant or his second style is Spider-Verse. like us. Yeah, with that art style, because they did that with the uh, Naruto skins. They gave it, like, that art style. I think it'd be really cool if they add, like, Spider-Verse Miles with that kind of art style. And I think, I don't know if they will, but that would be really cool. And then maybe throw on Gwen Stacy as well. They they should pull a, um, they should pull a, a, you know, the Miles Morales game has a skin and it's a Spider-Verse skin. And it it has, like, the frame rate of the Spider-Verse as well. I don't know if they could do that because I feel like that might mess with like the competitive side of the game. It, yeah. I don't know I, exactly yeah, how, but I, I know people yeah. will complain about it. Okay. Yeah, maybe, but it was really cool in, in the, the, ga- the game. So, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, the art style works enough though. You could easily translate that in. So yeah, Spider-Man and Fortnite. Uh, um, should we continue down the line of Spider-Man stuff? Uh, uh, they've officially confirmed and it's been confirmed like three times since I actually wrote this in my notes uh, by different people that they're making another Spider-Man trilogy after No Way Home in the MCU. Um, and yeah, so we'll, we'll talk about more of that when it comes to the actual review, uh, the, the, the in-depth discussion with No Way Home. But 
where, where are your how how excited are you about the fact that they're making another trilogy of Spider-Man within the MCU now? I'm really excited. There's so many things they can do with this now, and there's so many like stories they could go for. There's so many new characters they could add. I think there's a lot of potential, and if they waste that, I'm gonna be super disappointed. But I trust John Watts now, which he I think he is con- like confirmed to make the rest of the trilogy. So um, I. I I do trust John Watts with this, and I think he's going to do a great job. And if they have another director, sure, I, I, they'll be good too. But I don't if think it's John, John Watts, yeah. I don't if it's John, John Watts, I really trust him with that. I don't think John Watts is on because I think he's doing the Fantastic Four stuff. Um, oh yeah. So I, I think with, I, I, I do kind of find it. Ugh, I do find it kind of funny how people were like, "Oh my God, please, John Watts, don't do Fantastic Four or any Spider-Man. We've got to get new directors." And now everyone's like. Oh, I really trust John. I truly trust John Watts. Let's get him continue with the Spider Man. No, but, I, I um, don't think John Watts is a bad director. Far from Home was like the one MCU movie that I didn't like from him. Yeah, because Homecoming um, was Homecoming was really good. I don't yeah. get the hate for that. But the thing with John Watts is that did you know he he's like a, he's like a, a fan. He like he he made like fan films and stuff. Like I feel. I feel like people just don't under like some people just didn't understand like he has like a genuine passion for spider-man so i mean i guess it's just because he the way that they approach i mean we'll get into this later as well but the, the first trilogy they approached it in a way that 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 was a character arc over a trilogy and i don't think people understood that and they were complaining about that about yeah no and i was i was one of those people yeah. i was like I, I didn't like where this was going and then after no way home i'm like wow that was yeah I mean, that was intentional, all the flaws that I saw with him. That was intentional, and that was meant to be his, like, character arc of him overcoming that. Yeah, and and the thing with the next trilogy, I think, is that it's going to be a lot more classic Spider-Man, and again, we'll go in more detail with that in the later section, but, yeah, it's going to be really interesting seeing, you know, a Peter Parker that is more like the comic books, more like what you've kind of come to expect from him. Um, yeah. Because now he, fe- he now he really feels like Spider Man. Like yeah, he he feels a lot more grown now. Yeah, he he grew into a man. He grew into Spider Man, and so that that trilogy has a lot of potential. Um, they they said that they're already they've already got Spider Man four in the works. Um, I, I I assume that the way that Sony works, they kind of they can push out films and like. Like they push out these films like every like two years or something. So I mean, this I, I so they, for, you know, for all we know, they could just, like they could push this this uh this fourth one in like twenty twenty four or something like that. I could see that. I think that I think that's realistic having it come out twenty twenty four or twenty twenty five. Yeah, because like when did when did Far From Home come out twenty twenty or not twenty 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 nineteen right? Yeah, twenty nineteen. And then they yeah, had... so that's that's a, like a two year. Gap, well, home, so I think... homecoming was 2017 so the the thing with that trilogy is that they literally had two years like every two years for that trilogy so i wonder and i think if it's i think it's realistic for them to do that again yeah although i think i think maybe they'll have an extra year just because the they don't have a director yet uh, i think they'll sign on a director he'll come up with a plan and then they'll make this one and release it like 2025 2024 kind of that kind of time uh so yeah it's not going to be that far until we see more uh mcu spider-man because uh <laughs> Yeah, it's it's always going on, I guess. I mean, I think he's gonna be in Fantastic Four somehow. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I mean, especially with John Watts directing, I, I feel like that's a a definite shoe in. Uh, yeah, and I think Fantastic Four will show up in Spider Man Four, but uh, we'll get to that later after talking about No Way Home. 
yeah, there's there's rumors, and I don't know how true these are, but I mean, I'm they're from people that like I I that have proven to be like correct that that in between this trilogy, there's like in between the releases of this trilogy, there's, there's going to be seasons of this animated show that isn't freshman, like it's completely separate Spider-Man animated show that has like the seasons in between the the movies to like explain the like the, the time period in between them. So, so I is won- this in between like? No Way Home and Spider-Man 4, or is it like in between Homecoming and Far From Home, then Far From Home and No Way Home, and then No Way Home and Spider-Man 4? Is that like, because um, I haven't then, heard about this. No, no, um, so the rumor is that they, they're going to have a trilogy, they're going to have Spider-Man 4, and then they're going to have a, a an animated show that's the first season in between Spider-Man 4 and 5 that explains what happens in between Spider-Man 4 and 5, and then they have 5, and then they have the season in between that. And so it makes me wonder if that is true, is there going to be like a big time gap in between the trilogy, or, or, or are they, or, 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 or are they trying to pack a lot of stuff in the trilogy and then they, they, they don't want to rush it? So they're like, okay, we'll make the movies not overly packed, and then we'll have other stuff. I think that's what they're going for, like, yeah, because I think they want to introduce a lot of new characters, but you can't really do that in three films. So yeah. having them spread out across like the films and the TV show, being able to introduce more characters through that, I think is probably what they're going for. Sony would have learned a lesson because I think that's the issue with a lot of their, their things. They, they've ended up wanting too many characters in one film and forcing them in. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened with Spider-Man 3 and Tasm 2, I think. Yeah. Or and no, it's... not even Tasm 2. It was just the fact that they didn't... I think it wasn't a problem introducing too many characters. It was the fact that they didn't know how to introduce certain characters. Like yeah, Harry. and with that's the thing though. I I mean I don't think that I don't think that if you introduce a lot of villains that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think yeah, it's no, no way handled. home did it great. I mean, I mean, to, okay. Well, I think to no be fair, we've, we've already been introduced to them. Yeah, so I think it's a bit of a different comparison. But like, I mean, I'm trying to think of a movie with like a lot of villains that works. Um, probably like a marvel movie out there that has like a bunch of villains and it works um and and it's because they they established them and they, they introduced them in a good way and they, they they fleshed them out uh but it is a hard thing to do so i think you you you've got to focus you got to have like what you ever have a main villain and then you can have like side villains and um yeah yeah so i mean i'm really excited for that that next spider-man trilogy that spider-man 4 I mean, I don't know if it will top No Way Home. We'll, we'll go and, uh, you know, talk about that. But I think I think it might be, you know, with, up there with the, the Raimi trilogy. And like Maybe. Some... I don't know if it'll be able to top Raimi, but... Depends you know what I was get. thinking? What I was thinking, imagine after this whole Multiverse of Madness is over, imagine if they get Raimi back to direct, like, the second trilogy. That would just... Oh, that would be insane. That. Um, The thing is, I, I, I mean, part of me, I feel like I've, I would like it if Sam Raimi was, like the the guy who directed a bunch of like horror related like MCU movies like Midnight Suns and like oh yeah uh, I would love for them to do more of that because uh, uh, Multiverse of Madness looks so promising with that yeah and I think if they take the MCU into this more like if they explore this darker side of the universe I think I I would love that and I think Uh, Raimi with Raimi's doing a great job of that oh yeah um okay well then uh, I think we'll we'll move on from the the the, the more Spider Man confirmed because I think I think most things we have to say about it also apply to No Way Home and we'll probably talk about that later. Um, so I think we're gonna move on from Spider Man talk because that's basically all the Spider Man talk we have for now. 
but stay around for later because we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, let's talk about uh, on the gaming, more on the gaming front. Uh, the Game Awards, uh, they were like, how long ago were they? Like, probably like a week ago, uh, last week. I, I don't think. remember. Okay, yeah, a bit outdated, but you know, um, you know, at the Game Awards, they had a bunch of they had a bunch of announcements, um, mo- mostly in the first hour because the rest of the show wasn't as good as the first hour. Um, and they had a bunch of awards. Uh, and uh, the the Guardians of the Galaxy game, which came out uh, in October, which I really, really, really loved. Uh, it was, I mean, I was excited for it when it was announced, but a lot of people were hating on it. But yeah, it surprised everyone. And yeah, it won best narrative, like best story at the Game Awards, which was insane. Um, I have not gotten the chance to play it yet because money, not too big on that. But um, I'm planning on getting it soon. And it looks really good, like graphics wise, uh, character wise. It just looks really good. And I can't wait to play it, but I don't really have much to say about it now because I can't really play it. Yeah, um, but no, I, I did play it, and yeah, it is, it's just incredible. But one thing I did like about it was that the story was so, I mean, I'm not going to spoil it because, of, you know, um, but I think the story is like, it's quite powerful. I mean, it's not like the best story ever conceived in fiction, but, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a really, it's a really good story. And it has like a, it's like a very clear heart. And it's like some emotional moments, like it, it, it works really well. And you know, I think I think that it, this def, it definitely deserved the award. I'm glad it got acknowledged for this award because I think I I, I mean, Guardian Galaxy is like one of my favorite games of the year, and I'm glad that it got recognition, especially in like a category that I think it definitely deserved to get recognition for. So, yeah, I mean, I I just I love everything about the game. It's like you when I was playing it, it you felt the passion. Um, it felt like Spider, you know, the Spider Man game for the PS4. Yes, also felt, have not been able to play it. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that, that that game is like made by people that care about Spider-Man, and so you can feel yeah. the passion. It's like that. It's like, you know, it's like you can feel these people that were making it. They're like, you know, we love the Guardians of the Galaxy. We're going to make a game based on the Guardians of the Galaxy. And they did it. And so I just can't help but respect it so much. And it's like basically everything I could have dreamed for. So I'm really glad that they got an awards. I mean, even though, even though the game awards aren't like the most serious things ever, they, you don't really take them that seriously. It's so cool they got an award anyway. Um, and, yeah, I th- yeah, I'm I'm glad. I've noticed it the past couple of years, especially that like these superhero games are. I mean, obviously we had some a while ago, like the old Batman games. Uh, those were really good. I was I I have played those, but um, Injustice I guess is pretty good too. It's not. I don't know. I wouldn't count it like as a real superhero game because it's just like Mortal Kombat with DC characters. But that too. But like these these new waves of uh, like superhero games. Like you got Suicide Squad, uh, the new game. I don't remember when that's coming out next year, right? Next year. Yeah. Yeah. You got like Suicide Squad, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, all these new Spider-Man games like Miles Morales and Spider-Man 2. All these like I think that idea of having like superhero games where you get to like experience like get that point of view where you get to feel like the superhero that's one of the coolest things to me and having all these games come out wolverine too i forgot about that I yeah forgot wolverine's a thing that's going to be super cool too so having these like insomniac making that one so it's it's already going to be a masterpiece you know just know yeah and i know the yeah. combat in that game is going to be great too 
Yeah, I, I need to play the... Because I haven't actually played the Arkham Knight game. Like, I haven't played any of the Arkham trilogy, but I know I need to because, I mean, I heard that, like, the Spider-Man game is inspired a lot by it. And it's like, I feel like I'd enjoy it. So, I mean... Yeah, no, so they were, they're great. Yeah, I, need, I definitely need to get into those. Uh, yeah, I mean... But then also you got Gotham Knights as well. Uh, so, yeah, they're, they're releasing a lot of... Uh, a lot of superhero games recently, which is, which is good. Uh, but that is a nice segue for another thing that was that was announced at the game awards and that was a wonder woman game uh well we didn't see oh, any yeah. gameplay we didn't see any gameplay or anything it was just a cinematic i mean that's kind of what wolverine was anyway so yeah it was like a cg trailer kind of introducing it i remember that the thing started right and it was showing like wonder woman i was i i, I thought like because it said warner brothers games i was like okay is it a new injustice game so i was like i i actually thought it was for like the entire reveal and then like wonder woman i was like oh oh they're making a wonder woman game okay because i was like the entire time i was like oh injustice and but then it was like no wonder woman i was like oh okay that's interesting so yeah wonder woman i i feel like it could be a good game it i just need to see the combat i like combat's one of the main things in a game that like really sells a game for me so i need to see what that's like she'd be and really I fun can't, i can't really picture how it would work i'm sure they'll find a way to make it good i just can't like picture what kind of combat they would have i guess with the whip stuff like that lasso truth the, yeah yeah lasso truth like whip kind of combat like that i guess that could work i don't know i'll need to see more but i think it's a yeah. it's a cool concept i know i mean i mean one i think one i mean wonder woman was like what, like the most like maybe the most iconic female hero um so it's a really good because the thing is a lot of these hero games are like you know just about batman and and like wolverine and spider-man with you know, men and i mean i like men i mean i am a man so uh <laughs> so but uh but you know you gotta have like a, a game about you know a woman so <laughs> that sounds really, that sounds really no but <laughs> no but it is it's good because i mean she is a very iconic hero and i feel like she's out of the three, you know, the big three from DC, you know, uh, superhero, Superman, Super. Superman, Batman, and, and Wonder Woman, I feel like she gets the short end of the stick a lot of the time. So I'm I feel like she... more so Superman would because well, even nowadays. though he's got even though he's gotten games, they all suck. There has not been a single good Superman game. So yeah, they, they should make a super. I, I, I would like a Superman. I game. don't know how they could make a good one, honestly. Like, they I'm just sure make somebody open could... world. I guess I don't know. I think I'd have to think more about it, but okay, you, you can make a good one. The, the other ones they've made have just been like some some weird like gimmicky ones. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, one, I think the thing Wonder Woman is that she she's like she's insanely like she's super strong. She's super agile. She has the the lasso of truth. She can even like glide in the air. I think if you if you like know all her skill sets, you can make one of the most dynamic and like fun characters to play as in these games um so that's why i'm i'm interested in it because i think that you could have a really fun game with wonder woman um i think the I, story is like the main thing i would be interested well, in. yeah i mean i don't really know much about wonder woman in the comics or anything so i don't, I don't know what, what stories they'd go for with with her or anything um i hope i i, I, would, I, I feel I like hope, aquaman would be in it somewhere really i i i kind of hope that they go for like an original story basically because i feel like that's what that, that's what they did with guardians of the galaxy that's what they, they did with spider-man i think that's what i think that's what's best if you just choose like a like an original story uh your own take on wonder woman and that, that could definitely work 
And yeah, I mean, I, I'm just like imagining the combat. It could be really, really, really fun and interesting, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, unless you've got anything else to say about Wonder Woman, the Wonder Woman game, uh, we can talk about... Not, the so- yeah. not Wonder Woman. I was thinking, you know, while we're on the topic of uh, game awards, Sonic yeah. 2. That looks uh, pretty good. Sonic 2. Uh, wait, can we can we talk about the Suicide Squad first and then we can talk oh, about Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they showed some... Because I don't think they showed gameplay before, but they showed gameplay of the Suicide Squad, which is from Rocksteady, which I think... that Aren't they the ones that made the, the Arkham Knight games? The, the Arkham trilogy? Uh, I'd have I think, to check. I, I think, think so, but I'm I not sure. I think they are. I'm pretty sure they are. Um, yeah, so they made those. Now they're making the Suicide Squad, and it's uh, it's a um, isn't it a live isn't it a live service? Or and if it's live, so I think it's a, so I think it's a co-op game. I think it's like like a co-op, but um, the gameplay looks really really fun. Like they showed some like like Captain Boomerang. Like he has like he looks way more fun than he has like any right to look, you know. <laughs> I feel like King Shark's not gonna be that fun to play. He's like really big and bulky. I don't, I don't think that's gonna be. Yeah, uh, but I found it really funny. Harley Quinn has like a, a swinging move, and it looked like better web swinging than than the Spider Man in Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'd probably play Harley Quinn the most. Yeah, no, I, li- just I like I like Harley Quinn in general, but yeah, Harley Quinn's cool. I mean, she's a bit overused in media at the moment, but you know, still she's still a cool character though, so it's, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. One thing I don't like is like they're going with another like bad Superman story. Like I, I think it's more interesting because it's a bad Justice League story. You, you know, it's not just Superman, it's also Flash, it's also Batman. Well, I guess I guess the reason it's kind of a quote unquote evil Superman is because he I guess he's not evil in this world. It's just to the Justice League he seems evil because he's trying to take them down, but or not Justice no, League. No, sorry, no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure in this world, like the 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 sorry the uh, the Justice League have been like mind controlled or something. I don't know what by who, and basically they're they're yeah, they're, they're basically evil. So they're all evil. So I think it's really interesting though, because you're based. So the idea, the premise is that you're the Suicide Squad. You're trying to kill all these, you know, Justice League members. I think that's going to be really interesting. Um, I think it'd be I, cool, yeah. I think I think I might I think I definitely have interest in the game. I think I might pick it up when it comes out, hopefully. Um, I just know I already know the flash boss fight is gonna be hard. Oh god annoying, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be so oh the fast boss fast bosses are always the most annoying ones. Uh but yeah Do we have um, a release date for it yet, actually? I think it's just 2022 at the moment. I think I, th- I okay. think it's just 2022. Um, but yeah, anyway, move moving on from that. Um, Bryn, you wanted to talk about Sonic 2 and it's not really a superhero or a comic book thing. It's but, close enough. It's close enough. Yeah, I feel like most people that care about comic book movies care about Sonic yeah. 2. So yeah, I I, I liked the first one, the first Sonic movie. I mean, I, I thought the first one was alright. Uh, yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I mean, I liked it. I didn't love it. I didn't, I didn't really, really like it. I, I thought it was enjoyable. I thought it was decent. I thought, um, it exceeded my expectations. I thought it was going to be terrible, but it was like, you know, it was fun. Um, and yeah, I think my issue with it was that it felt like it was just Hop, but reskinned. And I mean, I grew up, I grew up yeah. with Hop, but Hop's not a good movie. But um, <laughs> I mean, it's better than Hop, 
But I mean, I grew up with Hobbs, so. Uh, but that's it's a terrible movie. Uh, but this one, I I think it was like it had more. I think it had like a certain charm to it. I was like, you know what, this is enjoyable. I'm fine with it. But it's a bit. It's very generic. And my my problem with it was yeah. it just. I get I get it. It was like an origin story for him. It just didn't feel like Sonic to me because yeah, it, was... it didn't feel like Sonic. To, it was like it was like a, you could probably put any an animated character over him, and he like you could convince me that it was a like a. You could convince me that was like a what like a like a, a story about a Goomba. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like instead sort of Eggman, like Jim Carrey plays Bowser or something. Like you know, it just yeah, it yeah. it just didn't feel like Sonic, which I like. I get it; it's an origin story. Yeah, but right. I I think the second one, the second one definitely, it already yeah, I can already tell it's going to be way different. Like the, it's the second one definitely looks like it looks more Sonic uh, in a way. And because like uh, you you yeah. got Eggman as Eggman now, not like Doctor Robotnik. Because I guess in the movie universe, Doctor Robotnik's more of like the normal, you know, Person, normal yeah. side of him, and then he devolves into Eggman at the end. But yeah, like you got Eggman, you got you got Knuckles with Tail. Idris Elba. Oh my god, the, his line to the free of like, it's like uh, was like, do I look do, like I need I look, your power? Do that, I look like I need your power? Like just like, oh man, it's I have I'm gonna have a hard time believing that this movie could be bad. Like yeah, I I don't think I mean I don't think the first one was bad, so I, I doubt this one's gonna be worse than that one. So you know, and I feel like yeah. from here, like I'm a pretty big Sonic fan, so I think from here they could go into like a whole cinematic universe and focus on all these different Sonic characters, which I think would be really cool. You could have like a like Shadow in there, which I think Shadow will be set up in this movie. Played by the I think Rock. That's, that's a joke, obviously. <laughs> Rock. Uh, Kevin no, Hart. Like, oh god. No. Oh yes. Kevin Hart. No, Sonic. have have Chris Rock oh, play no. Shadow. Oh yeah, Chris Rock. But yeah, uh, there's so many there's so many things they could go for from here like Shadow yeah. uh I don't I don't think they should have an Amy movie. That would be pretty lame, but like incorporate Amy somewhere. Uh who you would, have, who like, would you vo- who would voice Amy though? You think I was I was actually thinking that but, uh, <laughs> she's everywhere. I don't, so yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know. I can't really think of anybody to go play her. But I think oh um, what's the name? I know there's a name. Hold on, if you don't mind, let me look this up really quick. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking this seriously with oh, the cast thing. Uh, the like a chaotic movie because I like those characters. You got uh, I forget what the chameleon's name is. But you've got the chameleon, you've got Vector, the uh no Vector the I don't remember. I don't remember what species he is, but you got like uh the bee, the chameleon, vector, the alligator, crocodile, whatever. I think we need to big Charmy, the cat movie. Charmy the bee, that's his name. All right, we we need we need to big the cat movie. Oh yes, just about him finding his frog. That would be yeah, yeah. Like I, any best, any best anyway. Movie. Um, so I saw this train and the thing and I saw it on you know line. Um, but actually, when I went to see No Way Home, which we'll talk about more, it actually played like on my IMAX screen. Like it played on my IMAX screen in front of it. Yeah, same. Um, and like, yeah, it was. I know. I I loved. I loved how I loved all the like, all the parts of the trailer that they, they were like in the Sonic area, like the action in the Sonic area. I was like, okay, that looks that look that looks like a Sonic movie to me. Like it looks more like a Sonic movie. And so I think I think yeah, I think it could be really good. I think. I mean, it's not going to be a masterpiece or anything, but, you know, I mean, I think it's going to be a fun movie. I think it's going to be a really fun movie. 
Um, yeah, and it seems like it's going to start off the same way the last movie was, where it's like, oh, Sonic in the real world. But I yeah. think it's it's only going to be the start of that, and I feel like they're going to go like more yeah, into I'm, I'm, I'm more Sonic-y after that. I'm a, little, I'm a little envious, though, because now they're getting Sonic 2, but uh, Detective Pikachu 2 is still not like, officially announced or anything. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I did not like that movie that much. I love, I really like, but I mean, I want... I want more Pokemon live action movies. I I I, I really like it's not a masterpiece by any means, but it's it's a really enjoyable movie. And like it's it's not even it was funny. fine. It was fine. Uh, okay. Well, okay. Well, then, well, let's we'll go. Uh, if any closing thoughts on Sonic the movie two, or well, that's not what it's called, but whatever you know. Uh, uh, no, I just hope they continue from here and add like a bunch of different characters, like have a bunch more movies in this like sonic cinematic universe that'd be cool all right so let's move on to uh let's move on to a uh, a non-dc non-marvel comic uh show uh called the boys now i know that you are currently watching it now, i'm on episode seven yeah you're on episode seven they are making a, a show called uh, an animated show to release next year called the boys Diabolical, and um, yeah, and I um, they're they're kind of they're kind of milking it, but I mean, no, yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say for like a show, for a show about how superheroes are like these capitalist like these poised to generate money. I think it might be in purpose. I think I think they're like, I think it's like a kind of almost like like as like an irony. Um, Basically, uh. You have like a lot of people on this, so you have like you got like people like Aquafina writing it, and it's it's really interesting. Uh, so okay, so the, the the description here: surprise, we're almost finished with eight episodes of our animated series Diabolical. Executive producer Eric Kripke said in statement: "We gathered together some incredible creators, and we gave them one rule. Just kidding. There's no rules. They blew the doors off." Uh, the doors of it, delivering eight completely unexpected, funny, shocking, glory, moist, emotional episodes. You think the boys is nuts? Wait till you see this. Uh, so it's not like it. It's not like it follows one story. It's just like no. I think it's like I. I, I don't think there's like a specific story between them. Uh, yeah, it's, I, yeah. It's just. I think it's like it's like different stories within the boys universe, basically. And okay. you have like different writers on each, so it's not yeah, it's not a continuation of the story because you got season three for that, didn't you? So and then you, yeah. Um, I mean, I I really love the boys. Like I thought I I mean I remember what I remember watching it last year and like I was really getting into it and I was like really invested in it. Um, and yeah, I mean it's been a while since anything the boys has actually released. So you know more 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 stuff coming next year. I mean we, we've also got season three coming next year. So I mean probably. So that's like two bo- the voice things actually. That's pretty that's pretty exciting. Um, so I mean I don't I don't have any expectations for it to be honest. I just hope it's good to be honest. I think they might what they might do is like have each episode focus on as like a different soup each episode. Like yeah, like have a Homelander episode. Uh, I don't I haven't watched season two, so I don't know if any of these guys are still like around. Uh, but like A Train, D- the Deep have like all these different episodes. Yeah, I feel like I'm sh- they might show like some. I think it seems to be like moments in their like careers are like I think just ridiculously bad and like horrible stuff that makes yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be very disturbing. I think 
<laughs> I mean, they, they even said it themselves. It's going to be very, very disturbing. So, it's so disturbing that they have to animate it. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think this is a good time for me to get into the boys because, like, next year you've got all this stuff coming out, like season three. Isn't there a movie coming out too? Is there a movie? I didn't know there was a movie. I, 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 I heard from somebody else that there was a movie coming out. I don't know if that was like. Um, no, I, all I know about is that there's season three, and then there's uh, there's this, and then there's also a, a show. That, that's a kind of like a parody of like the uh of like the mutants and like the x-men where it's like the the children like in school but um let me just see the boys movies or boys movie? i don't know i heard it from somebody else so i don't know if it's like if that's actually uh, happening or not. I, it doesn't seem like there is uh, okay well still cool, you've got a lot coming out next yeah, year yeah a lot a lot, too, of, so. lot of stuff coming out for the boys so yeah, I'm I'm very excited as as a person that's very into the boys. I remember I had my profile picture as uh, Billy Butcher for a while. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Billy Butcher's great. Last year, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's I I just I love I just love Carl Urban is just really cool. Um, I hope I hope Carl I hope they reuse Carl Urban in the MCU for something because I feel like they, they they can't just use him only for like Scourge or whatever <laughs> and then kill him off in that, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, they if they can reuse like Gemma Chan, they can reuse, uh, they can reuse him. Uh, but that is actually a really good transition for me personally because we're going to move on to uh, some more MCU stuff. Um, more. Some more. There's a lot of MCU stuff to talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, we got a we got a little bit of Quantum Mania information. Basically, a lot, um, a few, a few bits. Uh, firstly, that they are they finished they finished principal filming, which I didn't know what that meant, but I looked it up, and it's basically just all the important scenes. So they, they they're not finished filming entirely. They're gonna do more stuff, and they're gonna do reshoots as well. So it's not wrapped up yet, but the the main chunk of the filming has been done now, which is really interesting. Um, we also saw a t-shirt, like a t-shirt design, uh, and it was basically like uh, a cracked, was it like a cracked Ant-Man like mask with like the reflection with, with the reflection of Kang. That was the worst voice crack I've ever got, by the way. Kang. Any anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah Kang. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, looks so cool. I'm pretty sure though the Kang on there, some people said that I think they literally just took a fan of it. No, I yeah, they did. But the, yeah. the fan edit must look so close to yeah. the actual design. So yeah, I mean, I, if, I assume... if that's true, then yeah, I, I think he'll look really cool in the movie because they must have, it must be pretty spy on for them to mistake a fan edit for like the official thing. I, I think they just don't have an official render. Like, you know what? That's, that's what we're getting. Because I mean, I think they are going to go for the classic Kang look. They didn't go for that with uh, He Who Remains because he's not. The, it's no, not he's, a, not he's not Kang, is he? So I mean, he is Kang, but like you know, he's a you know he's a variant of Kang, and he's like yeah, and he's really yeah. old, and Jonathan really old. Majors not really old, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he stole he stole that show, really. Um, yeah, I, I'm just I'm really I'm just I, Quantum Mania is like one of those films that like I if you told me Ant Man three would be like one of the most anticipated MCU movies, I'd be like, really? I mean, because I mean, I like. I like Ant Man one. I think Ant Man, I think Ant Man the Wasp is. I think it's fine. 
it's but it's very low tier MT. Like both of them, both of them at like the nearer the bottom of my my ranking, basically. No, yeah, I can't I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm excited for an Ant Man movie. Yeah, it's like it, but that's because you have Kang the Conqueror, but I, I think just in general, it just seems more interesting how they're gonna be exploring the quantum realm more. Um and the thing is, Paul Rudd is like one of the most likable actors ever. So the fact that he's leading this, I- I'm glad that he's leading such a cool movie now. Like he deserves to lead a movie this cool, I think. Yeah. yeah. And not only Kang, but don't forget Modoc too. Yeah, we're, we're going to get into that. I was actually about to get into that. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So the so another rumor that basically Modoc, Modoc, the, uh, is it Machine of uh death oh is it <laughs> I, I don't remember it, what it stands for. I, I don't know it's something it's something 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 for killing or something so um <laughs> made for killing uh but yeah he he is gonna be in ant-man the lost quantumania and he's apparently gonna be working with kang um i saw the i saw the casting rumor for him and i'm so sad it's not jim carrey yeah that okay there been... was a there was original because we actually talked about this in like a previous episode i'm pretty sure like we were saying about jim carrey yeah no it's apparently not jim carrey and there is i don't know if i want to say this because apparently it's a spoiler um but apparently there's, there's this rumor going around that yellow jacket is going to be repurposed as modok like you know yellow jacket from the first one <sighs> i don't i don't know about that personally okay it, it sounds weird because it's like okay we got a villain that's just really not good uh and you're gonna make but the thing is, the actor isn't bad. Like he's not a bad actor. And but the thing is, right? Is 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 what I like about it is that you you repurpose this film, which wasn't very good, but you repurpose him in a way you write him better and you rewrite him into a good villain. Like that's just more interesting to me. And um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think it could be really interesting. I think that that I think also that would also give Modok a lot of like motivation against Ant-Man because like why would Modok be against Ant-Man you know I, I mean you can yeah. give reasons but I think if that rumor is true I think it's a really interesting thing because Yellow Jack is one of the weakest MCU villains but if they write him in a good way if they make his motivations good and they make him Modok he could be like really interesting um one thing that I was I, I was one of the people like I think it was two years ago now yeah, maybe th- almost three. I was one of the people that was like, "Oh, Arnim Zola is going to become Modok." <laughs> oh, no. Um, but uh, oh, but you know, um, also one thing that you know, you know, in uh, Loki, yeah, uh, there's a yellow jacket helmet in the, in the uh, was it? Oh the, yeah, and that like, yeah. The, what uh, if? Yeah, what what if he got pruned from the timeline and he and, and that's how he became Modok? Maybe can took him in maybe maybe when maybe maybe when he was you know because he didn't at the end of ant-man didn't he like go shrink really but didn't he didn't he go into the quantum but maybe what happened is that maybe he swallowed his head maybe that or something went wrong and then so yeah he fell into this like the, i forget what it's called but you know, the pit and like yeah he got he got he he's like vengeful he's like very vengeful against like he wants revenge basically for 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 that like and he's like his entire thing's been ruined because he's a massive head now so yeah i think 
there's like there's like it's there's like a lot of potential here to be really interesting. I mean, the movie in general has a lot of potential to be really interesting. So I'm just I'm just genuinely really excited. Batman and the Wolf's Quantumania, and so recent recent developments have just been very very exciting for me personally. Yeah, when you put it like that, I think I'm more interested in the idea. I'm still not sure about it, but like from what you've said, I think that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, like and- to have Yellow Jacket be Modok. Yeah, and then also the final thing we're going to say, and I don't know how reliable this is, but there's also a rumor that Kate Bishop is going to uh, show up next in Amanda Wolf's Condomania. And oh, that yeah, would, with uh, Cassie Lang. Yeah, that, that would I imply that, that maybe we're going to see the Young Avengers. I mean, it would kind of make sense if you think about it, because I don't think that Ant-Man and the Wasp would be able to solo... Modok and, and Kang the Conqueror. So I don't know, think Kate would help that much either. Like no, Kate wouldn't help that much. True, but yeah, no, I mean they wouldn't. But you know, it's more of a team effort. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't think trick arrows are gonna do too much on a giant head and some dude who can travel realities. I don't think that's gonna do hey, much. What, what about uh, what about a uh, Pym arrow though? Like a Pym Tech arrow where it goes rebound. I mean, it if- squishes them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you get a Pimtech arrow that can shrink them and then just step on them, that could be. That I mean, could this work. isn't this isn't my movie as well. So I mean, let's be honest, that's gonna happen. <laughs> could you imagine? Yeah. Just, just they get Modok and then it just gets squished to death. Oh god, <laughs> that'd be a really really that'd good way so... to kill off a MCU villain. Always find the stupidest way to kill stupidest ways to kill them. So I think okay. killing Modok by having him stepped on after getting hit by a Pim arrow would be. A very good fate for him. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the next topic because I you keep thinking we have a lot of things to talk about today. Um, uh, and this one it might be the most exciting one for me out of these uh, these main topics here is that they have officially announced, uh, I think a week after Kim City Plus, that they have signed with Destin Daniel Cretton to... Uh, to he signed on for the sequel to Shang Chi and also uh, a multi film and multi show deal. So he's working on some shows as well. A currently apparently a comedy show related to Shang Chi. Um, yeah, so yeah, Shang Chi Two is official. I mean, we knew it was going to happen, but now it's official, and that's just really exciting. Um, I really like Shang Chi, so I I think a sequel was inevitable, but. You know, I'm excited to see where they go from here. I think Fin Fang Foom, probably the yeah. villain. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that'd be cool. Seeing him in live action. Because, like, oh, what's it named? Like, the Great Protector? I think that was the name of the dragon. That yeah. was sick. So seeing Fin Fang Foom and give him, like, a really cool design as well. Because that, the, uh, we're going to get into Multiverse of Madness later, but that's what they did with uh, Gargantos. They took, like, a pretty yeah. boring, relatively boring design and made it cool. So I think that's... I think they should do that with Fin Fang Foom. I think he could look really cool and be a really good villain. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, for me, there's, the thing is, when I remember coming out of watching Shang-Chi and I was like, I was really excited for the sequel because I was thinking, they've. I mean, I love the movie, but like, the, I, I just thought, I had like a few issues with it and I was like, you know, the sequel probably will fix those issues and will expand the universe, which is really, really good. And they could, I, I'm convinced that this sequel could be like, could be like, like one of my favorite MCU movies easily. I mean, I mean, Chen Chi One is like already in my top ten at the moment. 
it's in my top five, so I think the right. sequel could definitely be in there as well. I think I think it could be even better. And one thing I would really like to see, and I think that is possible, is bring back. I mean, maybe recast, or you could even just bring back the same guy as long as they do him right this time. Just just bring in Iron Fist, like bring in Iron Fist, and like have all the the lore with the to with the you know when it comes to like Kun Lun and and that kind of stuff. Um, I think that 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 kind of mythology could be really well explored in a Shang-Chi movie. Because I think they did it, they did it so well in the first one with, with Palo. They just have, yeah. have like a different dimension this time and like have Kun Lun and like have the Iron Fist and then have Fin Fang Foom and then have Shang-Chi and Iron Fist against Fin Fang Foom. Like that is just, that just sounds so cool to me. I know it's just a lot I of potential think it- there. It could be really cool if they do Iron Fist right this time around. And I doubt they're going to recast him. I think they'll keep the same actor. But if yeah. they, I think they definitely can do him right. And I think they will. Yeah. And if I, they bring him into Shang-Chi too, that would, that would be really cool. And I like how they're slowly bringing in the Netflix characters into the yeah. MCU. Uh, I know we're talking about No Way Home later, but we got Matt Murdock in No Way Home. You've got Wilson Fisk in Hawkeye, which uh, we're going to talk about later, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. So you've got all these Netflix characters pouring in. Most likely Luke Cage and Jessica Jones coming in later. Hopefully. I love Jessica Jones. Underrated as hell. But yeah. Yeah, you've got all the Netflix characters coming in. So Iron Fist, if they do him right, I think it would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, the thing is, his actor, like he was, he was unremarkable in Netflix. But I think that under better direction and better writing, they, I think, I think, give him another chance. Um, I think, yeah, I think. And then I heard there were, there were a bunch of rumors that he didn't try to learn martial arts. But then I also heard some rumors that that was bullshit. So I don't know what's going on with that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't mind giving him another chance. Recast, don't recast. Whatever happens. Uh, I just want Iron Fist. I doubt they're going to recast. I just want Iron I think, Fist. I just want yeah, Iron, Iron, yeah, a good Iron Fist is all I want. Yeah. And I th- I think they can do that. Also, when I was mentioning the Netflix characters, I forgot to mention Punisher. I don't yes. know how they could bring him into the MCU. Maybe just make like a Punisher show. Bring him in with Ghost Rider, actually, because we got Ghost Rider and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I'm so sad he got taken away from us so fast because Ghost Rider in the MCU was so cool. I want him back. Like I, I, I have a feeling that if they bring in Ghost Rider, they're going to have like a completely different Ghost Rider character. Um, I and I, I, I like I, the one in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. I kind of hope they go for Robbie Ray's. Was, was he the one in Agents of Shield? Wait, which one was the one in Agents of Shield? Let me check. I don't think so. Uh, let me look this up really quick. Because Robbie Reyes is a Latino, Latino uh, uh, Ghost Rider, and I think that having maybe if they do a show or a movie, they could have like a leading a Latino actor I th- there. I think that's who it was, but uh, oh, I'm checking. Um, I mean, there, there are there like there's like a bunch of different people that have been Ghost Rider, but I I think if they introduce Ghost Rider, they're probably just gonna uh just just change the continuity to put I'm not gonna lie. They had the yeah, it is role. it is Robbie Ray's that they had yeah. in Agents of Shield. All right, well anyway, yeah. So I Netflix think has... I think they're probably gonna bring in Johnny Blaze instead and keep like. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I could see that. Um. Any anyway, back to Shang Chi and the deal. Um. It said that this is gonna be a comedy show. 
And the thing is, I, I think we've known about like a Jialing and Ten Ring show. Is that the comedy show or is it a different show? I don't think that's going to be comedy. I really doubt that though. For that the- just to be like a like comedy show. I think it'd be more like action, kung fu kind of thing. What, what would the comedy show be? I, I can't really think of what the comedy show would be. I mean, I mean, I, I don't, don't think-, think it is it related to Shang-Chi. I'm maybe not. And I, just, I don't think it is. Maybe not. Then I, I don't know what that is. Maybe unless. I'm, oh, you know what? It could be like a Travis Slattery like show. I don't really think there would be. I mean, maybe. And I mean, a Travis, would there be enough for a Travis Slattery show? I don't was, think so, but I'm just trying to think of things from Shang-Chi that could be made into comedy shows. All right. Well, um, you know, because we have a lot to talk about, we'll uh, swiftly move on. Um, I'm, but I, I think I'm going to leave because uh, we're going to be talking about the Hawkeye episodes, but I'm going to leave that to last for this topic because that's going to be a long, that's going to be a lot to talk about. Uh, we're going to move on to a couple of DC things again. Um, the first one is going to be a very, very quick topic that Colin Farrell has signed on for the Penguin show on HBO Max, which is a spin off from The Batman, which is Matt Reeves, The Batman. Um, we know about the show for a while. Uh, I have no opinion on it. He looks cool in the trailer. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't yeah. really have an opinion on it yet. I just hope yeah. they do it right. I okay. I have high hopes for the Batman, and it looks really good. Incredible, so, actually. Yeah, pop tier. So I don't know, Penguin. DC. Penguin show could be cool. Uh, just it just ultimately depends on how they do it. Yeah. With DC, it's like hit or miss. Like you have like some really good things, like the Batman <laughs> and the Dark Knight trilogy, and then you have stuff like the, like most of the stuff from the DCEU. Like, I don't know. It's Gonna get Snyder fans on you. <laughs> no, he, like uh, I, res- I respect Zack Snyder, but like I'm just saying, most of yeah, the work in the yeah. is just no. I I agree. I I I the only thing I like from him is Zack Snyder's Justice League, which is kind of weird. I I don't like his other films, but I do like Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's weird, but um, yeah. Uh, and it sucks because I think, in my opinion, the like I think the DC characters are way cooler than the marvel characters i love both but like dc i think just the yeah dc well, characters are better in my opinion and there's so much they could do with them but they've messed it up so many times that i just i don't have faith in them thing, the thing with dc characters and marvel characters i think the dc characters they're typically more like strong but they're more like godlike figures whereas i think the marvel ones that they they've leaned more on the like the more relatable side and I think at yeah, the which moment, I like. I like both. I yeah, don't have a no, I love both. Man. But at the moment, Marvel is like leaning into that relatable side, and I think audiences are resonating with the more relatable side than the godlike side. And that's why the Zack Snyder verse didn't work as well because he was leaning into the mythology, the mythological side, and like maybe I think I think the main reason are, are we talking about like Zack Snyder's like DCU in general or just like the Zack Snyder's Justice League? Because if we're talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League, yeah, the reason I don't think it did so well is the fact that it's a nearly five hour movie. Oh, I mean, no, I, I don't think it didn't do bad. It was a streaming movie. I think it streamed enough. I mean, oh, the thing with the Zack Snyder's Justice League, though, was really interesting is that like it's like four hours long, but it felt shorter than some movies I've watched which are under two hours. I don't know that's why. One of the, that's one of the DCU movies I can't really say anything about because I that's I think one of the two I DCU movies that I haven't watched. That and Shazam. It's really no okay, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I think it 
I, I would recommend it because I think it is a genuinely really good movie. And, and the, the only is, reason I haven't watched yeah, it is just four because hours. I don't, yeah, it's I don't have, yeah, I haven't but, found the motivation to sit down for four hours and watch it. For me, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like slow buns, so I guess maybe you wouldn't. But I mean, for me personally, it didn't really feel slow to me. Like I, I, I you know, so I've watched some movies that are like, only two hours long and they felt like they'd gone on forever but i was watching this and i was getting really invested and i was like i was really enjoying it and it, it was over i'm like that did not feel four hours anyway this is completely off topic um <laughs> it's completely on topic uh well the next and final dc topic for today is that the blue beetle movie is now going to be a theatrical <sighs> release which it is looks so good thank god thank god dc this is like their biggest win i think because Hold on, I need to look at that studio, the image they posted again. Oh, it was so good. They they, they, they announced it as as an HBO Max exclusive, and I was, and it's just like, you, this is a Latino character, right? And you're and you and you might even be ahead of the curve with Marvel with a, with a, like a, a theatrical movie about a Latino hero and with a Latino cast, and they didn't do it. They they had a HBO Max, but thankfully now they've changed it. To be a theatrical release, and that's like a huge win on DC's book. Not just that, but like the whole mo- like I agree with that, but it just from the one image we have of it of the suit. I uh, if this movie ends up being bad, I'm gonna be so disappointed because Blue I, Beetle. I have trust. I, the, I have trust personally. I want to love this movie. Like it looks. Oh, we haven't even seen much of it. And I'm already like, damn, this yeah. looks really good. So it does look very good. I mean, with the, with the concept art at least. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, do we know who's directing it? Well, let me let me just check who's directing it, because we might know. Because I feel like I feel like I remember hearing somebody say uh, that yeah, uh Blue Beetle. Okay, and okay, what did you direct? He's directed nothing I know. Okay, cool. Okay, well, I thought I heard about a director. Do- okay, no, don't worry about it then. Um, I, I from what I'm looking at, he's Mex not Mexley. He's mainly directed like Mexican Latino movies. So oh well, that's well, good. It's good Hansen for that kind of representation. Yeah. This is a huge win in DC's book. Uh, unless you've got anything else to say about Blue Beetle, we can move on to. Hawkeye. I don't think there is much to say just because like we don't know anything else besides that. So. All right, Hawkeye. Okay, there has been five... that last episode. Holy. Okay, like there. Wait, 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 wait. But let me just introduce. Okay, uh, first before we get into it, there have been five episodes, and the finale is next week, and we haven't talked about it on this podcast. Uh, in which has made me realize that how long ago did we do the last episode? Then because if it's been like, oh no, because there were two episodes in the first week as well, though. So that's probably okay. Anyway. So, I will say though, before we get into the big reveals, I I have like had like a mixed relationship with the show because I absolutely adore the character moments. I absolutely adore Kate Bishop as a character. I love what they're doing with the Ronin. I love, uh, I love that. I love you know, Yana in this. She's great mm-hmm. in this. Uh, yeah. I love, I love the, I love, I love. Uh, was it Jack and I love, I love Eleanor Bishop and the, just like Vera Farmiga, just like she's really good, at like portraying like a, a very sinister character, which you know is like a, is like you, you I don't know like a almost like 
it's kind of hard to say, but she has like a presence. And I think I really like her. Yeah. I, I love, I love, um, I love, I mean, Echo doesn't have much to do, but she's just really badass. I can't wait for her show. Um, and yeah, I mean, yeah, I've loved all these characters and I love the character moments. Uh, but one thing I've realized over the show is that we're five episodes in and the story hasn't really kicked off yet. <laughs> finale, that's that's one of the things I'm not too big of a fan of. Yeah. And I feel like most of these episodes, the last one, not so much. But most of these episodes, it's been like mostly nothing too important at the start. And then it really kicks off at the end. I will and then say, leaves off at a cliffhanger. And then we repeat that and repeat that until the yeah. last one where okay. the, the episode was mainly about Yelena. Yeah. Which I liked because it that whole thing where it's like it it it's nice. It's not nice, but it's good to see like the effects of the snap from the victim's perspective like yeah they, oh my they God. get snapped out and then a second later they're back or what feels like a second later to them but then the they look the around wall? and everything's different oh my yeah God, the way the wall was like oh that was so good anyway anyway one thing i will say though and i think that it will i think that i need to wait until the finale to like know this but i have a feeling that when after the finale i'm going to re-watch the entire show back to back and i got i feel like it will be better that way because i think the structure and I, th- I don't know why they chose to do it weekly, but I feel like the structure really lends itself to being a binge show, but it's not a binge show. Like, it's a, a weekly show. But not enough happens in the episodes to be a weekly show. So I wonder if you, re- if you watch it together, would it be more... Would it be less of an issue that nothing happens in the episodes? I think so, because I feel like all of these episodes are leading into the finale with, you know, yeah. Wilson Fisk and all this. But when you're just watching them weekly and it's yeah. not really leading up to that, it's like this is moving so slow. All right. But yeah. I, I think it would be better if you binged it. Yeah. Even. OK. Well, I mean, as a, a structure aside, I really liked I really like the show. Um, I think because of the structure, though, I, I think I, I think at the moment, I think it's my third favorite thing. I think it's still behind Loki and uh, behind One Division me personally um yeah same here yeah but what but i think i think what the the show excels at is those character moments like um yeah for example, for example episode three echoes where it was like that flashback with like and that was oh that flashback was brilliant like you know showing highlight of the highlight of the episode vincent d'onofrio's chuckle yeah oh my god but just the way they showed like echo like she she struggled because she couldn't hear anything uh, and then she learned how to fight. Oh, and then she goes to the the warehouse and she's her, her dad dying and like the the hand on her, her face and it's just like it's really really powerful stuff. Really and it's powerful. crazy after watching that last episode. I'm assuming we're not talking or we are talking about spoilers here. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well. Yes. Okay. So, uh, but over the show they've been hinting at a, a big figure, a big guy, and they finally announced that it Fisk. was Wilson Fisk himself. Oh. And my what's God. crazy? What's crazy to me? Fisk had her dad die. Mm-hmm. He well, had. He yeah. had. Uh, Maya's dad get killed. Yeah. And what I think is even Val isn't like. Does Val work for Kingpin or is King Kingpin's like one of her employers? I don't know. But having Kingpin, Eleanor asking Kingpin to kill Hawkeye and then that going to Val recruiting Yelena. It's just it's all these different stories finally connecting together after what seems like none of it has connected. 
in phase four having like even like you got black widow and hawkeye coming together with that but then you have like daredevil with wilson fisk coming into play here okay let me just say something though let me just say something um in the comic book uh, the thing is, Echo, I don't think Echo had a comic book herself. I think she was part of a uh, Daredevil She's part comic. of the Daredevil ones, yeah. Yeah, I, I think her main one is like, like part, it's like something part of a whole. And basically that story is about um, basically her wanting to kill Daredevil because she's been told that Daredevil killed her father, but actually she finds out that, that Kingpin killed her father. And so they kind of took that and they, I guess they changed it with the Ronin, which I guess makes more sense. Yeah, I noticed that. And I, I feel, I think the reason I, I heard this on Twitter somewhere, but the reason they did that is because Charlie Cox was too busy filming something else. But I feel like if well, no, I Daredevil feel, was supposed to be, actually, well, now that I think of it, I feel like Daredevil would have just had a small cameo. I don't think mm, he would have been. I, I don't know. I don't think, because I think that the whole, I think that the fact that is Ronin is integral to this specific show since Hawkeye is Ronin. And that's yeah. like, so I don't think they would have changed that. Um, I, 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 but I, I, I heard that Daredevil was going to be a big part of Echo as a series. So yeah, they're still oh, going to yeah. have that connection. Oh, because I just, feel like you can't really have Echo without Daredevil. Man. And I, mean, I, think I think making her yeah. completely disconnected from Matt Murdock and Daredevil and all that, it's. I feel like they do need to be connected, and I'm interesting. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how they do connect the two. Look, okay. I binge like Netflix shows last year and like I just have like a, just a deep like I mean th- appreciation for them even though like not like especially some of the seasons aren't like the flaws but like Daredevil was such an incredible show and I know you haven't seen it so you definitely need to but um yeah I mean just like those characters like especially Daredevil and, and Fisk like those are like incredible incredible characters like so just to see them back especially because for me it was the same day I saw them back in the same day. It was just like, it was magic. It was just so good. And I mean, I wish the reveal of this was a little bit more dramatic, but you know, it was still that even just seeing a little like picture of him, I'm like, Oh my God, he's back. He's back. A fist bump in the air. I was so excited. It was just, he looks, I mean, I mean, he looks, I love his costume. I love his little, little cane. Just, um, yeah, he's got the cane. now. We saw in the, like a teaser for the final, the finale, we saw him walking with the cane, like his legs walking with the cane. We didn't see his body fully, but yeah. Um, and speaking of canes, Jack Duquesne, what is up with him? Okay, like, the, thing, the thing is, right, in the comics, right, Jack he's Duquesne, swordsman, yeah. he's swordsman, he's, just, he's like Clint's mentor. And I guess they didn't, I, I guess they just didn't, they just chose not to have that be a thing in the MCU. I, I saw somebody being disappointed by that. They're like, oh, I kind of wanted to see them be like, be him like actually be a mentor to Clint or something, but no, they they, they obviously I feel, like, I feel like Clint's a little too old for that now. Well, uh, well, no, I mean as in like a mentor in the past, like as in they knew each other, but they don't. Maybe they do. Maybe maybe they're hiding that. But um, one thing I think in here what they're doing, I think, I think that Jack actually likes Anna, uh, but then so he's just going along with what like she's doing basically he's just going along with it because he actually likes her but she doesn't actually like him that's that's but i don't know i mean i i just i love tony dalton he's like a really good actor he just has so much charisma in anything he does like in better call Saul. like yeah that's where i recognize him from he just exudes so much like 
charisma. Like any time he's on the screen in in Hawkeye, he was like, oh, this is a fun scene because he's just really fun to watch. Um, but yeah, he was, obviously, last... he was obviously a red herring. For, yeah, I don't think um, I don't think he's the one who killed Armand. No, I, no, I, I definitely I, think I've not thought that he's yeah. being set up to be this villain. But I think at the end, it's all going to be revealed. Wilson Fisk had Armand killed for some reason. He wanted whatever he Wilson no. Fisk had it staged to make it look like uh Jack was the one that did it but it's no, all it's all uh, it's not Wilson Fisk no it, it's Eleanor it's because no because remember right oh Eleanor, yeah Eleanor, Eleanor and Armand had a, like an argument before he, she died he died but Eleanor mentioned knowing she was like I know big people right or I know whatever. But, but what she can do she can go up to Fisk like okay this guy needs to be gone and then he can order somebody else to do it for her and that's the connection there. No, yeah, that's what I meant. Like, I don't yeah. think Wilson Fisk, I don't think he'd be able to stab some. I think he could kill them just by Oh, no, he, he could easily kill is, somebody. He, he wouldn't stab them, though. He, he yeah. wouldn't just stab them. He wouldn't go no, I think he had somebody else do it. No, but okay. The, the show, I, I've loved it. I've loved the vibe. Because the thing is that I think the main thing about I think the main thing about the show has been great is I think it has been the character moments. But episode three was the highlight just because it had like the mix of the character moments had the like the story kind of starting to kick off and then you had like the action with like the, the Shrek, Shrek arrows that we mentioned earlier like with the yeah oh that was such a good episode and so I think that when obviously when I rewatch it all together I feel like it's going to be a show that's like ends up holds up really greatly um and so I'm really excited to see what they do with the finale hopefully they can uh, hopefully they can stick the landing, not make it too messy and rushed. Um, I'm kinda I don't ho- think they. I don't think they will. I'm kinda, I think I'm, it'll be good. I'm kind of hoping that the that they kind of announce a season two and they leave stuff open instead of having to rush it all in one. Like, well, it's an hour long episode, so I don't think they're gonna need to rush anything. Well, no, but there are a lot of storylines. Like, you got Kazi becoming the clown. You got, and it's just, I mean, especially with the pace of what they do in Hawkeye. <laughs> uh, but no, I I hope they maybe do. they could continue that in Echo. Oh, maybe I think that's what that could be. I think Kazi becoming clown might be an Echo thing just because of the relationship they have with yeah. Echo. Um, but yeah, no, the show has been great for me. I, uh, you know, the structure has been a bit weird, but I'm I'm hoping that on rewatch that it will hold up better as as a binge show. Um, I'm really excited for next Wednesday just to watch. Yeah, no, that. I felt the same with that with WandaVision like. It, watching it weekly was still really good with one division, but well, I think one Divi- it all. Yeah, I mean the thing, but the thing, the thing, the different thing with one division though, I feel like the, each episode felt more self-contained. Yeah, uh, because of the whole. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just uh, saying. Like yeah. after rewatching it, it right. Felt, well, yeah, it's it, it was better than the original one. Like my yeah. original watch of it. Yeah, I think it is. Some people say that 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 show doesn't hold up on rewatch, but I I think it really. Think oh it no, does. it definitely does. Oh, I think it definitely does. Um, yeah, so have we got anything more to say about Hawkeye before we move on to the main event, basically? Honestly, just, uh, I want more Fisk in in the fin- finale, which I think is basically confirmed we are due to it. Even got it's age rating being bumped up. Yeah, got, and the yeah. age rating being bumped up for yes. language and violence. Oh my god, he's going to be so cool. I, I cannot wait. Anyway, so the comic book movie of the week um, and trailer, because we're going to be talking about a trailer as well here, um, is obviously Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, who, yes. who doubted that, really? 
so yeah, a little film called Spider-Man No Way Home came out, um, you know, last this week, this this past week. Uh, you probably haven't heard of it though, because I mean, it, it kind of came and went. No, no, I mean, I, I I haven't heard about any anybody talk about it. So, um, yeah, it's the third. I mean, I'm not, you know, you know what it is. It's the third in the in the trilogy that they've had for the MCU. Um, with Tom Holland, and yeah, so we're going to be talking extensive spoilers. I think we've kind of really spoiled some stuff anyway, but you know, if 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 you've got this far and then you thought I don't want to be spoiled, it's no way home. We're not going to hold back. So yeah, no way home. Okay, I'm gonna so good. Yeah, we'll start off with our initial impression. Um, the thing is, for me, it's kind of weird. I think I think it's my favorite Spider-Man movie, but Spider-Verse is still one of my favorite movies of all time. But not, I mean, so it's kind of like I prefer Spider-Verse as a movie, but I still put No Way Home as my favorite Spider-Man movie. It's kind of weird. I I, I might it might change. I don't know, but I mean, for, I, I for me, I think they're both like they're both just so good. Um, for me, uh, I'm filming my actual review of it later, uh, but just like. I feel like Spider-Verse is still number one for me because as much as people can deny it, I think No Way Home is technically a Spider-Verse movie. Um, And I don't feel like it really captured like what a Spider-Verse story is supposed to be about, which is the whole thing of anybody can be under the mask because having three Peter Parkers, well, I'm, I'm still very excited about that. You know, you got uh, Toby and Andrew returning. And I definitely do think those two should return if we ever do get like an actual live action Spider-Verse movie. I just think they, I feel like you should have thrown in some characters like Miles or, I mean, we're already getting Miles in the MCU. So maybe. I I think the thing is, I I disagree with that. And I'll say why, because I don't think that I, so No Way Home isn't a Spider-Verse story in that way. It's like it's not spider. It's not not. They didn't adapt Spider Verse to comic because they didn't um, do that with Into the Spider Verse. No, 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 no. But no, but they they were basing it off the Spider Verse comic. They just they, they adapted it. Uh, but the thing is, is right Spider Verse that is about that about who you, anyone can be under the mask. If they just took that and made it in live action, it wouldn't be interesting because it's just the same. I thing. mean, obviously, don't make that the entire right. point of it. But I'm also, just saying, like, but also th- this movie, it wasn't just a Spider-Verse movie, it was Tom Holland's third movie, and it was about the identity crisis. And so for me personally, I think that what they did here, I think that it made more sense for the story that they were going for. Um, because it wasn't supposed to just be like, I, I it was also based on a story called One More Day. Yeah, uh, I, I know that. Yeah, like so I, I think I think that, I, I don't think that adding Miles Morales or like Spider-Gwen would have would have been better personally thinking I, like it doesn't make much sense in the story since it's just everybody like i everybody that knows peter parker spider-man so i guess yes somebody like gwen stacy spider gwen wouldn't get pulled in because she's not peter parker somebody like miguel o'hara not getting pulled in my main problem with it is that it would feel redundant if they ever did make an mcu spider-verse story it would feel like well, I mean, we've already gotten one, so I don't think it would feel but, as exciting but, or impactful. That's the thing. I don't think they're going to make a an MCU Spider Verse movie in that way. That's what I'm saying, and I'm I'm disappointed about that because if I don't think you need that. I I think that that, that Spider Verse story. I think that that that's that 
they're exploring that in the animation field. I think that's better that way. Like I feel like I feel like those Spider Verse stories in animation is like the best way you can tell it. Um, I I, don't I mean know, yeah. I don't think you can capture that in live action in the same way. Uh, I think the way you can capture it in live action is by having live action adaptations within the within the universe, which really did. Because the thing is, I mean, I still think they could do a Spider Verse if they wanted to. But what I think the reason why I like this because thing is, I was before we knew about the trailers, I was a bit worried about this film because I was worried that that was going to take away the focus from Tom Holland. But no, this film is very much his third film. And so it literally starts right after, you know, Mysterio reveals his identity. And, you know, in that first bit, we know, you just see Peter Parker basically having to deal with that. Um, And one thing I really liked about it is that at the start, you know, you have... You have him, you know, just like kind of having to deal with it. You know, you got Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, back as Matt Murdock, um, clearing his name legally. And then, you know, the thing about it is that he, the actual consequences of that is that, you know, he's trying to get into college uh, and he can't, he, him and his friends, you know, Ned and MJ, they can't get into college because of this controversy. And so, right away you have these like consequences basically of being spider-man uh, of, of of his actions basically that because of those he 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 can't go to college but his friends can't go to college and that he thinks that's unfair so by him being spider-man by him making that mistake his friends are losing out and i think that's yeah. a really good thing to add there because some people saying there's not much consequences in 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 MCU Spider-Man, but that's like a really good consequence. That that's like a very solid consequence, I think. Yeah, and I think it's a good way to explore it because they tried to do a similar thing with Tasm Two, but obviously that movie mm, not so great. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exploring that same idea again, but doing it in I feel like a better way instead yeah. of having Peter constantly hallucinate that Officer Stacy's watching him. Yeah, um, so funny. <laughs> I think they did it in a way better way. It's okay. the same idea, but better execution. Sorry, sorry, but the thing with The Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is funny, is because at the end of The Amazing Spider-Man 1, it's like, he's like, hey, so, you know, the, the best promises are the ones that you don't keep. And I'm like, mate, what? <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny to me that he literally, like, goes... F you to like a dead a dead guy. He's like, you know what? F your promise. <laughs> but then in the next one, he's guilty about it. So I mean, yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I don't I I don't like the movie Spider-Man too. So I'm not defending that. But I I enjoyed um, the movie, but I don't think it's good. And what I'm it's like it's the same idea. You consequences basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get um, you have these consequences for bringing these other people into your secret life like that. And yeah with for andrew garfield peter it was letting gwen in on this whole spider-man thing and then her suffer him suffering the consequences of her neck getting snapped when he tries to save her yeah and then in, in no way home it was you know if much lesser scale of just mj and then yeah. not being able to get into college yeah but, well i mean it expands more but okay so after that you know he goes to dr strange he's like hey can you like go back in time and just you know so we can't do that it's like you know so they're like okay we can do a uh you know forgetting uh magic kind of thing 
Um, what I like about it, I think the trailers really undersold how that moment for me, like, because the thing is, oh yeah, the I, trailers did not do this movie the, justice. The, the, but the, I, you know, the trailers they kind of made Doctor Strange seem a little bit less irres- like less responsible than he was in the movie. Like he, he, I, I like what I liked about it because some people are like, oh, why would he help him? It's because he likes Spider. He likes Peter. Like he respects him as a as a colleague, as a, somebody that he works with in the in the Avengers Infinity War, they've built like a trust. And so I really like that. I really like the dynamic between them. Like it's a really good dynamic, I think. Like just they that they that they know each other, like they they like each other and like they're they're good they're their friends almost like and they, they you know they respect each other. And so yeah Doc Strange's like, you know what, fine, we'll do this spell for you. It's dangerous, but you know, it is affecting other people, not just yourself. So and yeah, so Peter Parker, he kind of, he kind of doesn't realize that that would mean that MJ and Ned and Aunt May would forget. So he's like, he he keeps on tampering with the smell, and basically, that kind of, kind of creates a rift uh, that kind of opens up the multiverse. Thankfully, Doc Strange closes it, but you know, not quick enough. It, not quick enough, uh, and that that you know that leads to. You know the 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 these multiversal people are now now being in this universe, but um you know Peter Parker uh he hadn't actually asked to uh, <laughs> he hasn't actually asked the person they haven't asked the university if if they can like reconsider anything so he goes there he goes to a bridge which is which was featured in every single um advertisement ever <laughs> for how movie. much it was advertised <laughs> it was in the movie very little. Well, no, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad because they didn't. They, they showed as little as they could. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he goes on that bridge, and that bridge scene. I mean, yeah, we saw it a lot in the trailers, but it's incredible, and I loved, I loved it personally. Um, one thing I really like about it is, is, um, I think it's just I. I think it's like one of the first scenes that it shows like Peter Parker like prioritizing saving people over just action you know like kind of he's like he's like running away from doc because you see like obviously you see doc Ock come back alfred melina in all his glory and he's like yeah. running away he's trying to really trying to really help this this you know this woman that he's trying to you know trying to help reconsider his friend's position in in the college and uh yeah just the action's really cool the, the dialogue is really good as well like between doc Ock and because uh, because he thinks that it's toby Maguire. so yeah um uh, and yeah, it's just like it was just like, it's a really good scene. I I loved how they used the spider sense in that scene because of the way that um of of the way that uh he's like spider sense kind of kind of like like I say is it a, I say I think it's a dolly zoom. They, they had they use like a dolly zoom for um for the spider sense to kind of like oh yeah yeah it was really good. Um, I love that effect too. Yeah, it's... and then yeah, he he, and, and at the end of that scene, after he's kind of because con- he controls the the because because he kind of sorry, a Doc Ock he kind of absorbs the nanotech, and so you know Peter he kind of controls the arms, which is really fun. Um, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, and then uh, Green Goblin comes through <laughs> in in the smoke, and but before we can attack, Doc Strange just brings him into this. This 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 uh kind of dungeon, and you have like the biggest jump scare in the entire MCU. 
with the little oh, am I the only person that jumped out of my seat when that happened? When the, when they had the, there's a jump scare. I mean, I knew it was gonna happen because it was in the trailer, wasn't it? I, I didn't jump for that, but the lizard did make me jump in the original Tasm. It had I think the lizard had a couple of jump scare moments in that movie. Okay, well, I mean it made me in this movie, okay. Um and you know, you see all like you see that couple of villains here, so you got like Doc Ock and uh Lizard and is it just them? Um yeah, I think it's yeah, just I think it there. I think it was Doc Ock and Lizard in there. Yeah. Um and so so yeah, and so then the task there from there is kind of just like finding the other villains that have come through, including like the Green Goblin and Electro and Sandman. Well, I mean, I don't know about Sandman, but like and one, one thing I really like about all these introductions is that they felt very in character. Like, um, even like Sandman, as soon as he comes in, uh, he instantly tries to protect Peter, which I thought was really good. Like, I really like that until yeah. he switched up on him for well, I, some I, reason. I mean, I, I, I think that his motivations are like a little bit underrated because I think I, I, I don't think that he t- he turned, but I because I, I don't think he he's not evil, but I, I think I just think that in, in this case, I think he is. Like he takes advantage of a situation. Like he wants to go home. Like that's what he wants to do. But he just wants to go home. So, so he and so he so in his mind he's like, okay, well if I get this, <clears throat> this box from them, I can go home basically. So I yeah, I, th- I, I think I think it's in character because the thing is in the trailer they were, they were fighting, but they didn't really fight then the villains in the end. I mean, other than Green Goblin, we'll get them later, but. Um, they don't fight them; they just try to yeah, save them, cure them. Yeah, exactly. So, I think it's I think it's in character for 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 Sandman. I I mean I enjoyed him in it, but I mean it's not the the best of of the ones that they they reintroduced. Um, do, I I really liked Alfred Molina's Doc Ock. I thought he was I love his exchanges. Oh, Alfred Alfred Molina and Willem Dafoe. They're on screen. Uh, uh, sorry, they're on screen chemistry. Yeah. Oh I, my god. It was I so love cool. the dialogue between those two. It was so cool seeing them interact and like, um, yeah, I, I, it's just really, really cool seeing, yeah, how he like he respected Goblin. And I, I just, you know, I, one thing I was really kind of a little bit worried was like if this is it was if these villains would like they wouldn't feel like they came from their movies. But they, they felt, really they felt like they were directly out of them. They literally felt they were like right ripped from them. That's movie. one of the things I was most worried about too. Yeah, like exactly. They but feel... they nailed it. They completely yeah. nailed it. And yeah, Doc Ock, he just feels like right from his movie and they didn't ruin his arc. They, they you know, because he didn't ruin his arc. He he wasn't just magically evil. You know, he just, and I, I really He just wanted to that. go home, yeah. He just wanted to go home. I, I just really like that. Um, uh, but we'll, We'll move on uh, to to Electro because they, they go to to catch Electro, obviously uh, like a, like what like a Pokemon or something. <laughs> I thought Electro uh, was one of the best parts in the movie too. Oh, Electro I was so cool, and I'm so glad they have him here because I feel like he was so wasted. Uh, Jamie Fox was so wasted in in the Maze Runner Man Two. I just thought he was like I mean he's not he's not the worst Spider Man on screen villain. Like he he had like. He had like bits and pieces of a good, of like good uh, stuff stuff in there, but um, overall, I thought he was wasted. Uh, but no, here can they kind of not only do they kind of fix him, but they also acknowledge that he wasn't 
this, 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 he wasn't just like that always. Like, you know, like they kind of acknowledge the, the stupidity. And I think that's one thing I really appreciate about this movie is that they're not making fun of the past, but they're also not... They're, kind of, they're aware. They're being they're, self-aware. They're being very self-aware about, about the past. And I really appreciated... I really appreciated that personally. Um, how they, how they really, they just like they, 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 they were like they, they knew the movies from the past. Like they, they were, they were aware of them. And they, yeah, they didn't, they didn't yeah. try to, you know, go back, back on, on anything they did. They just yeah. accepted it, that and it moved felt, forward. it felt like a true continuation of all of those stories. And I thought that yeah. was really well handled. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think. I think what I think what really worked about it was how that story that how that story kind of interwove, like it kind of like kind of mixed in with the whole identity crisis of the of like Peter Parker story, um, and um, I think I think it's time to to get into the best villain in the entire film, lizard. Um, li- yeah, lizard. Uh, <laughs> I actually can't remember what his motivation was, to be honest. <laughs> no, he was the lamest character in the whole movie. He, I, I'm sorry, he was there for filler. He was just like, oh, yeah, y'all remember Lizard. I feel like that's the only reason he was there. He was like funny. He, he was funny. He was Simpins in there, so that was pretty cool. His CGI was like... I I like to CGI, personally, but... um, I mean, yeah, but, you know, he was there for the fight. He, he was there to be kicked by Andrew Garfield, but... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um... Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin, best part oh of the movie, hands my down. God, but top oh one. My God. Since he's technically an MCU villain, I think I'd put him above Thanos. The best, I think, he might, I think he might be up there with the best like comic book villains now. Like he might yeah. be the best comic book villain. Um, sorry, movie for me, villain. he's up there with like. I, I don't think Wenlu's up there in like terms of comic book villains in general, but in terms of MCU, he's up there with like I've got Wenwu up there, uh uh Norman Osborn, Thanos, yeah. I guess, would be up there too. Yeah. I feel like I have to put them there, but you yeah, know, he's yeah. he's so good. Yeah, and I think what's really good about his character, and I just loved it, is that he, he's just evil. Like he's just evil. And like the thing is, he's been transported to this other universe doesn't know this peter parker and you know instead of like you know being rational about it he's like he doesn't give a shit he just no he just wants care. to kill him he just wants to kill, he just wants to ruin his life he wants to torment this little child that he's never met because it's spider-man in a different universe and it is savage and and willem dafoe his performance was just oh it's not one of the best he one of the, yeah, no, in, he in any movie and sorry, in any comic book movie in general. I think. He did so well with his performance, especially the scene in the condo where Peter just starts beating him up. He just keeps yeah. laughing and smiling even yeah. harder each time he gets hit. That's it's so a, creepy, but it's so cool. That's like, a really that's a really good time to mention that condo that in the apartment scene when they go up to the apart apartment um, because basically they've decided that they they're gonna they're gonna cure them um and oh my god okay so you know you know they're in this apartment and it's like oh it's chill okay so so peter parker he can sense it and what i loved about the scene it's like they they really did show the spider sense in a way that was like really really interesting 
Um, no, yeah, and they. Sh- I liked yeah. how they showed his like paranoia afterward, where like oh my God, everything yeah. else just becomes like drowned out. Like they muffle everything else, and yeah. it just focuses on him. And like, oh his- yeah, and yeah, and then oh, you got that beautiful line from uh, from from Defoe with like, is it like uh, Norman's on sabbatical, honey? Like it's just oh, that was it was really 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 tense scene. Um, and I like how he could sense that. Norman yeah, was gonna yeah. go after May because right after that he yells out May's name. May, it's then... like yes, and that leads that leads to, uh, well, yeah, what the probably I what just like an incredible fight scene there, um, because you know he he convinces all those other villains to to join him in, you know, not being cured, um, and it's just like it's really intense, it's really really well well really well done, and yeah, as you're saying like. I loved, I loved the way they use the action, like the almost like a Spider-Man PS4 move, with like the the way he kind of slammed down with the webs, that was so cool. Um, but yeah, this obviously leads to uh, when they go downstairs, um, and the glider impales Aunt May, and before she dies, she says, "With great power, there must also come great responsibility," and she dies. And I was, I had, okay, I had a feeling she was going to die in this movie. And at first I was upset because I'm like, they really did not use her as much as I would have liked because she, her parent, Peter's parental role has been Tony Stark. And I didn't really feel like Aunt May played too much of a part in that, but they really changed that in No Way Home. And I liked how she was more present in this movie and wasn't just used as a joke or like, wow, she's hot, stuff like that. She, they made her really well, feel like Aunt May in this movie. The thing is, right, is a lot of people, the thing is, right, in the in Homecoming, I thought she, I thought she was pretty good in Homecoming. Like, I think she had, like, uh, a couple scenes in there and they were, like, really, really well executed and she, like, she had that kind of, like, maternal kind of uh, feeling, but, like, she didn't, she wasn't, like, the same as, like, the other ones. Uh, in terms yeah. Of, and then, but then Far From Home, she didn't. She didn't really have anything to do because she was kind oh, of. No, I did got, not like her in Far From Home. Well, no, but the, the thing with the thing Far From Home is that she she was away from the action for the entire movie, so she had nothing to do. So, but they wanted to have her still in there. So the only thing they could do with her was make kind of jokes out of her, and so. And I didn't. I yeah. didn't like that. That was like the main I thing I didn't like. Yeah, I thought they could have done better with that. But in No Way Home, she's like really involved. She's like the act. She is the moral compass to Peter Parker. And so when she dies and she says those words, it was a really sad moment for me. Like it was. And it actually, was really impactful for Peter. It was well. very impactful, and it leads to like one of the most, like I don't know, just one of the most emotional scenes in the entire MCU. Just like. He's like he's just standing in the rain with ne- like in front of the TV, just like yeah, the rain going down his face. So such a powerful moment, and oh, uh, just I I love how they infuse that kind of multiverse element, but like with Peter's actual story because you know Aunt May wouldn't have died, you know it you know if he didn't you know have that spell, and you know if he didn't have that you know he didn't need that spell if he didn't trust too much and Mysterio didn't get his identity. So basically him being Spider-Man led to Aunt May's death and he, he blames himself in that way. And so it's like a direct consequence, you know, of, of his life as being Spider-Man. And it's kind of, and it's, that's just like, for that, that's, that, that's just everything about being Spider-Man, right? Like, I mean, 
people yeah and they did it in that. such a good way too yeah and that scene was so beautiful and then after that we get we get ooh, we get we had ned and mj uh summoning toby Maguire, at, sorry, Andrew Garfield, and then Tobey Maguire, and oh, that scene, my theater was popping off for that. Oh my god! Okay, the thing is, right? The thing is, right? When I was watching it, right, I, I was like, okay, what? Because the thing is, I was almost getting a little bit worried. I was like, okay, are they not going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield until the third act, and they're only going to be in action? So I was like, okay. Um, so when they were like saying about, oh, I wish, and then you saw that spark with the thing, I was like. Oh my god, is it their time? Is it their time? And yeah, I, behold, I, I had time. a feeling it was them there. I was like, oh, I just know it. Yeah. This is gonna be oh so you see that the Spider-Man in there, and I'm like, okay, is okay? Because I wasn't trying to get pop I wasn't trying to pop off too early. Because what if he walked through and it's just Tom Holland with a like a mustache or something? But <laughs> could you imagine? No, um, no, yeah. Andrew Garfield pops up, and the first thought that came to my mind was like, yeah, he lied. He lied in the interviews. I, I know why, but like my first thought was like, how is he going to deny that? Because he denied it for so long. And just seeing him in the movie was so surreal to me. I don't know. Even though I, I knew it was going to happen, I was preparing myself for it to happen. But you see it and you're like, wow. Like, it's way different just I'm knowing so it's going to happen. I'm so glad they didn't show it. Compared to seeing it like actually happen. I'm glad they didn't show it in trailers. And um, they, definitely, they definitely, they definitely shouldn't, I, I'm glad they didn't. I mean, I think most of their moments are very, very character-driven moments. And I don't, they, don't even know if you could have shown that in um, in, in many movies. Uh, sorry, in, in the trailers, effectively, without ruining most of their scenes. But yeah, a lot of their dialogue was really, really good and really well executed, I thought. Yeah, and I think Andrew was... His performance in this movie was really good. Oh, yeah. His, his performance, like, from his emotional performance when he, when he caught you know mj um but also his his like comedic timing was also really well like he just he delivered all the lines uh really well and you know he felt like he came right out of this movie and same with Tobey Maguire. i thought Tobey Maguire, some people think oh he feels a little bit like emotionally stiff and that's kind of like his character in the raymond trilogy though and that's kind of like he like he is a lot more reserved but also more of a mentor almost kind of like he feels more like the the mature one and but I also love this delivery of like there's this one line where it's like Tom Holland's like okay, I worked in a team, and it's like yeah, I worked in the Avengers, and it's like the Avengers that's great. What, what is, is that? that? It's just so funny. Uh, no, yeah, Toby, I'm I'm glad they didn't. Uh... I loved how they I loved how they incorporated the uh, the different qualities of each of them, and they they felt authentic to the characters, and I think that's the highest praise I can give. For No Way Home is that they every character felt authentic to their actual original movies, and but it was also a really effective Tom Holland Spider-Man story. And after this, you know, fight where, um, you know, in, after this, the, the, when they cure everyone, they, the 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 main Norman Osborn fight that's just so good. Like because you have like Peter literally beating him like with the intention of killing him, and it's just so yeah brutal. that scene. It's so intense, and it was just, and like, and Tobey Maguire stopping him. It was just, it was, it was like fan service done so right. It was, it was incredible. Right. And yeah, and I liked, I liked how they didn't make Toby just some like meme machine. Like, yeah, oh yeah, they I, actually, yeah. 
made him a good character and sure he's still like he's still a funny character but they didn't just make him like yeah oh here's well, no, one funny thing after another thing they is made him first, a serious character. his first major scene was you know when when they kind of consoled tom holland and that was actually such a beautiful scene it wasn't un- undercut by any humor it was just a genuine right. heart to heart between these people that are all the same person really um but yeah i mean that leads to the ending and you know he chooses that he needs to conceal his identity and he loses, you know, he, he's lost obviously made, but he's lost contact to his friends. And so, you know, he's moved into a new apartment. He, he has his own made homemade suit. And, you know, he's like, he's like the most Spider-Man thing ever. He's, you know, web slings out. And, you know, now, yeah, and that's, now that's really his him. transition yeah. into Spider-Man because like I mentioned and, earlier, I wasn't a huge fan of all that like Iron Man Jr. stuff, but now looking at this scene, like realizing that was all on purpose to show his him overcoming like being just the Iron Man sidekick or whatever, becoming his own hero and becoming Spider Man. That was yeah, it was, it was really amazing. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, I just love that ending. I, I'm, I'm, I heard apparently they were originally gonna have it that he was gonna do an Iron Man and reveal his identity in public, and I, I'm so glad they didn't do that. That would have ruined would, like the whole. The whole that would have ruined movie the movie. That would, I think, that would have been the worst. I'm just so glad they went. For, I, I think they went for, and I think that's the thing with this movie is I think they went for everything, really perfectly. Like anything, like, yeah. And, like the major stuff. They hit it at a perfect beat. And I'm so glad because I was like, because it could have easily been sloppily executed, but it was really well executed. But it wasn't. They it went wasn't. about it really they well. They really cared. And so, yeah, overall, uh, this is like my third favorite MC movie, I think. Overall. For me, it's my second. Infinity War is number one. I'd say Eternals is number three. Yeah. I mean, I have Eternals over it. I mean, that's a bit of bias there, but I mean, who cares? I mean, opinions are biased i mean i love all those movies so um yeah i mean this this getting a long podcast so we're going to quickly go over the uh, the post credit scene um there was a venom one but let's just skip to the to the, the end credit scene which is the multiverse, right, multiverse of madness madness teaser which has been my most anticipated movie um even more than no way home and that teaser trailer that teaser trailer oh my god wow. so there's so much i i need to rewatch it a couple of times because there's so much to unpack in it but there's like uh, wanda isn't being made out to be a villain which i think is most likely a red herring i think she is a yeah villain. it's a it's a misdirection yeah uh yeah um what i really love about it though is just the vibes it feels very sam raimi in that kind of way like the it's just like it has that horror vibe to it um and not, I think that's really, I really like what they're doing with that. The cinematography think, as well, though. Yes, it's everything about it. It's just, I really like the direction they're going in. And I really appreciate what Sam Raimi's doing. Because I think with the, over the like past of the MCU, most of it has just been like funny movies that like, you know, there's story to them, but like you just watch them to have fun most of the time. But like, multiverse of madness it it's such like a it goes it's, deeper yeah. into the mcu it explores and, this like darker side of it that's the thing i feel no way home i feel like we're going back to no way home here i think it kind of had like 
the trailers didn't seem like it, but it very had like a lot more of a serious tone to it. And I feel like Multiverse of Madness yeah, it took a more soft. serious tone. It will have jokes, obviously. Like, oh yeah, I was thinking about No Way Home also. I love the the exchanges between them and the jokes between them. I'm sure Multiverse of Madness will have jokes, but I I think that they'll I be don't used... think they're gonna undercut like serious moments like they no, usually do. They definitely I mean Sam Raimi won't. I, I, I don't think he will. And I, I think that the, the trailer effectively communicates this like this this dark tone, but this awesome epic grand scale, like all the shots with the multiverse and it's all it's all just like it looks beautiful it looks epic it looks grand it looks it looks creepy it looks awesome it's just everything about it it's basically i mean we don't know much still we still don't know much about it because they didn't the teaser is very much a teaser trailer it's not like no way home one where it's like gave away yeah a lot but no it didn't go away a lot we don't know anything about the story still i mean if you looked at some leaks you probably would know but i mean I think the most most we know is that Mordo is still because I think Mordo is sick because of the whole the dreadlocks thing. So yeah, I mean Mordo's out to you know kill uh, Doctor took Strange and kill all the wizards and stuff. And you know, um Doctor oh I what I really liked about it though is that it's like it's kind of like Doctor Strange is dealing with the consequences of basically doing the spell. And I think it's really interesting as as a character arc. Um, yeah, I wonder, it's it's like what they were going for in No Way Home, the consequences yeah. of your actions, kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder. That's what Doctor Strange and I, I'm assuming Wanda as well. That's what they're gonna have to yeah. go. I wonder. Into. I, w- I wonder if if Multiverse Madness is gonna lead to um, Doctor Strange becoming the the Sorcerer Supreme because he never was. Because um, I mean, <laughs> well, Wong Wong is on technicality, but he never was in to, to begin with. So. I think maybe right. his character arc is overcoming the consequences of his actions and becoming the source of Supreme. So a lot of people were concerned, like, oh, is this not going to be Doctor Strange's movie? Because there's a lot of things going on. There's going to be a lot of cameos, because we know. I think it's still very much so It's Doctor very Strange's much. Movie. It's going to be like Civil War in that way. It's like, you know, Wanda will be like the Iron Man in, the, in Civil War, I think. That's, I think that's what they're trying to do. Right. Wanda's going to be a huge supporting role, but it's still very much going to be Doctor Strange's yeah. movie. yeah. And so, I mean, just like, as you were saying earlier with the Gigantos just looking really cool. I mean, that was like, like one still, but like one yeah. frame. And you it. look at, you look at Gargantos's like comic design. So it looks like a green pancake with an eyeball on it, but then yeah. it, what they've done in this movie is they've turned it into some like just really creepy unsettling yeah, but I also just, really badass looking monster. That that trailer, it gave me so much chill. I'm just so glad I got to see it for the first time on like an IMAX screen. That's just like the best experience ever. Same. I can't I can't wait for it to come out officially like online so I can see like the HD stills. I can, I oh yeah, and we're gonna those. find out so much more once it comes. I'm gonna out. get I'm gonna get so I'm oh I want to tease a poster, but but just like I get I already get chills from rewatching it on like pirated. Uh, <laughs> on on like some uh some people filming it but yeah just you get chills from just the way it's edited and i, I mean i hope that's obviously brought over to the, to the film but the thing is that's sam Raimi's style and i feel like sam Raimi's style is definitely going to be in the movie so i don't think we have to fear anything about the movie feeling that no, way i think yeah I, yeah I have so much trust in sam Raimi yeah. with this movie all right well then uh because this is an episode getting very very long we're going to move on from the Multiverse of Madness trailer and we're going to go on to a quick section of the question of the week uh, that nobody answers, but hopefully somebody will this time. Uh, and the, to this week's question is, what hero do you want to see a video game of? 
Now we're gonna have give oh. quick answers here because we are quite uh quite strained on time. But I, I will start and let you think. I really want to, I mean, going back to Multiverse Madness, I really want a Doctor Strange game because, you know, of all the spells that he has, but there's so much potential for a game. I feel like that would, like, Doctor Strange would make an actually really cool game. Yeah, you could go, like, so many, like, locations, the mirror dimension, the combat would be interesting, the story could be really interesting as well. Um, yeah, I, I, really want, I really want the people that made Guardian Galaxy to make a, a Doctor Strange game. What about you? I'm trying to think. I feel like DC has enough games as is. Yeah, Marvel so, were the ones that are trying to catch up right now. Yeah, in yeah. terms of Marvel, I think... I, I Well, obviously, I would like an actual Midnight Suns game because the one we're getting yeah. is just some, like, strategy card game. <laughs> Not <laughs> a huge fan of that, but um, I think a Fantastic Four game would actually be really cool. That or Ghost Rider. I'd oh. really like one of the two. Oh, yeah. Both of them would be incredible, I think. I think both yeah. of them would be great. Fantastic Four also could be made by I just mentioned Montreal because they had a really good family dynamic between the Guardian Galaxy. Yeah. I think I think Insomniac could do Fantastic Four. Well, I mean Insomniac I could do any of them. I think I mean this is, they're if, they're, if they're if they're able to do Wolverine, I think they could do yeah. you know, no, here's the thing. Had the people mm-hmm. who made Guardians of the Galaxy make a Fantastic yeah. Four game and yeah. then have Insomniac focus on a Ghost Rider game. I think that would be really cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be great. Um, yeah. So that is this week's long version of, of Superology. It's a very, very long episode. Hopefully it was an enjoyable one. I mean, there's a lot to talk yeah. about, a lot to cover. Um, I promise next next episode won't be as long, probably. Uh so yeah, um, any any closing thoughts, Braden, before we we wrap up this week's episode? Do you want to like have any I, plugs or anything? <laughs> I don't think so. Just I don't know what else there is to say. We've talked about so much today. Yeah, I mean, like any, like any like plugs or anything you want to like, like. I mean, some shameless plug about your like your YouTube channel or something. Just. Nova City on YouTube. That's it. N O V A S S I D I A. Right. Yes. There. Well, um, next episode probably gonna be. I like to I like to release the episode when I think there's enough to talk about. So I'll release it when there's enough to talk about, basically. So yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully, you have listened this far. Uh, it's been a very long episode, but I hope you enjoyed it. Um. Yeah, so thank you for coming on, Nov, uh, Braden. And hopefully you can be back for another episode soon. Okay, thanks, uh, yeah. thanks for listening. Okay, bye.